0: Our Future Now is produced by Goal 17 Media, storytellers for the common good.
1: As a student journalist, I really wanted to join the National Children's Campaign because you get to join other young activists who are actively seeking to fix these issues and to keep the momentum of these ongoing movements going. It's really taught me that we all have the power to make a change, and sometimes we just need a platform to do so.
2: Hi everyone, I'm Natalie Mebane, and I'm the co-founder and vice president of government relations and public policy for the National Children's Campaign.
3: Hey everyone, my name is Jonah Gottlieb. I'm an 18 year old organizer and the co-founder and executive director of the National Children's Campaign.
2: And welcome to Our Future Now.
3: On this episode, we're gonna be talking with four members of our amazing youth team for the National Children's Campaign and talking about the awesome work that they did on National Children's Week.
2: On today's episode, we have Rani Chore. Hi, I'm Rani Chore. I'm a 15-year-old
1: organizer at the National Children's Campaign from Los Angeles, California. We are happy to have with us
2: Diana Fernandez.
4: Hi, everyone. I'm glad to be here. I'm Diana Fernandez, a 15-year-old activist and organizer with the National Children's Campaign, and I'm from Miami, Florida.
0: We're also happy to have Noelle Dutch. I'm excited to be on this episode of the podcast. I'm an 18-year-old. Activist from New York and a youth organizer with the National Children's Campaign.
2: And we have a returning guest with us tonight, Giovanni Hernandez.
5: Hi, everyone. It's my pleasure to be here. My name is Giovanni Hernandez. I'm 18 years old from Oakland, California, and I'm an organizer with the National Children's Campaign.
3: Thanks, Giovanni, and thanks to all four of our guests for being on this week. I'd love to just hear about some of the work that you did for National Children's Week and all the work that it took to make this amazing event that you helped lead possible.
4: I worked on the environmental racism panel with Natalie, and we spoke a lot about environmental justice and racism and how the environmental movement is fighting for social justice. I was lucky to be joined by three amazing panelists, Mustafa Santiago Lee, Kevin J. Patel, another youth activist, and of course, Natalie. It was really great speaking to all of them about an issue that I hold very close to my heart, especially growing up in a community like Miami where my community, my neighborhood, is very Hispanic
0: and low-income. I worked with a new organization called Access the Polls, and they focus a lot on allowing Americans with disabilities to be able to have the right to vote, and so just coordinating with them, talking with who they wanted to have on, how the panel was going to go. They did kind of a presentation instead of a panel, and so that was a decision we made together. Before National Children's Week, I helped to compile different captions and tweets for our partners to use so they would have all the information they needed. I also made sure to tweet any resources we talked about during the panel, so different website links and different ways to get started with activism on the issues we talked about.
1: I helped produce the Foster Care and Rehoming panel that aired live on Wednesday. It was really about rehoming a child and the grievances in the foster care system, but it bridged into the foster care homelessness pipeline because all of these issues are intersectional. And we had adoption experts such as Connie Going and Maureen Flatley, and adoption advocates like Terry Unt, Joy Kimalesi, and Taylor Going. I helped compile graphics with all of our partners for National Children's Week, including Parentology and Goal 17 Media. It was my first time interacting with StreamYard, but the video production process went fairly smoothly.
5: I was happy to be joined by Ed Navarro, who's a principal from Northern California, who gave the perspective of administration, and faculty, and staff. I was also joined by Mia Bonta, the CEO of the Oakland Promise, which is an organization that focuses on giving access to education for students across Oakland. Also joined by Samaya, who's a fellow organizer for the National Children's Campaign, who gave a great perspective on students, how they're being impacted by funding cuts and COVID-19.
3: Thanks, Giovanni. On our podcast a little while ago, talked with Ed Navarro, who was on your panel, about you know some of those same things that were mentioned during National Children's Week. And so for folks listening at home, if you want to check out that episode of Our Future Now, you can hear from Giovanni and Ed, and hear a little kind of taste of what that panel was like. Natalie, so I know that you obviously worked with Diana on that environmental justice and racism panel, and you also helped get video messages from different influential figures.
2: Yeah, it was really wonderful being on that panel with both Kevin Patel and Mustafa Santiago Ali, and of course, moderated by Diana Fernandez of National Children's Campaign, it was great bringing together folks from different places in life, different ages. And I think that that's really important to show that we all care about these issues and we're all working together towards them. It was really wonderful having Reverend Yearwood speak, who has been you know, a great mentor of mine for years. And he really spoke about just the importance of young people leading the way and taking action and fighting for the movements that they believe in. And so if you wanna see his video, along with of course all the other panels, you should check out our YouTube channel, which is just National Children's Campaign. You know, going into what we've learned from these panels, I would love to hear, you know, Noelle, what would you say that you really learned from either the panels that you worked on or even from the ones that you watched? And what would you say your biggest takeaway is from them?
0: From the panels that I worked on, I took a lot from the mental health panel I did because it was a lot about storytelling and talking about mental health, I will take that with me for the rest of my life. Just to hear about the incredible policy work that speakers like Maureen Flatley are
1: doing whilst quarantine is happening, it really raises the question of why are children considered disposable? Why can they just be rehomed like a dog? It was like horror stories that blended into reality. The abuse that all of these adoptees had to face but that they overcame their struggles and were able to share their wisdom on a safe space like National Children's Week.
4: Well, for the panel that I worked on, which was environmental racism, I distinctly remember something that you actually said, Natalie, which kind of stuck with me throughout the whole week. And it was about healthcare disparities. But I remember you saying that this whole thing is like a cycle where essential workers who are forced to work every day, when they get sick, they still have to go to work, which spreads this, the sickness and then they need medical care, but they can't afford it because of health care disparities. And just goes to show how it's a whole cycle that continues going. And it even affects communities of color and low income communities the most. And you spoke a lot about income inequality and racism in the medical field, which I had really never heard of from someone's like, perspective like that. It inspired me to do more research on the topic and learn how it impacts me and my family. So thank you for sharing your story and your perspective on that. But really overall, being on the panel was just inspiring to see other activists doing the same work that I'm doing and who have been motivated by experiences that they've had in their personal life. And it goes to show how much structural change we need to actually make a change.
2: You know, thank you for that. I'm happy that you saw that it was an entire cycle. It wasn't just one thing is by itself. Everything leads to something else. If you're forced to work and you don't have paid sick leave. Then how is that helping any of us? Because it helps, you know, diseases like the current pandemic spread. And so it kind of shows that everything is connected. For you, Giovanni, I know you helped produce some panels as well. What was your main overall your main takeaway?
5: Yeah, I think my main takeaway from this panel was that people like Mia, people like Ed, students like Samaya, they are the people that are suffering from education cuts from this pandemic. Education is getting beaten up, not just by a virus, but by politicians as well and by budget cuts. But something that really inspired me from this panel is their determination to not get beaten down by the problems. It makes me feel more committed to advocating for education for everyone.
2: It's great to know that everybody learned so much from this week. I think having that much content in a short period of time was really inspirational. And I can say for sure that I learned a lot too. It was like going to a class for a whole week of learning on things that I care about, but also knowing that I'm getting to hear about them right from the source of both young people and adults who work on these issues daily.
3: One panel that we did, the Children's Health Panel, because we got to talking about the protests that are going on right now. I got to hear from Dr. Abdul Saeed, the former head of Detroit Public Health, talking about what people could do to stay safe from the virus while they're at these protests and fighting for black lives. And then we also got to hear from Daphne Frias, who got to talk about how people can still contribute to the movement and still fight for black lives while keeping themselves safe by staying at home. And so those were just some of my favorite speakers. Who are some of your favorite people that you heard from?
4: One of my favorite panelists was probably Natalie. I've just learned so much from her, whether it's about environmental issues or just life things in general, (laughs) but also seeing someone speak about how they've basically devoted their entire lives to fighting issues, like the ones that I'm fighting, is really inspirational and it's, it's what keeps me going and what keeps me fighting for environmental justice issues every day.
5: For me, for the panel I did, I think the most inspirational people were Ed and Mia. They are really an inspiration. They are advocates for young people, advocates for faculty. In general, they are advocates for the communities they both serve in.
0: To hear about the issues with accessibility and voting from access to polls, that was really inspiring to me and motivated me to work as an abled person, as an ally to the disability community to make sure that everybody has a chance to vote especially during a pandemic, it's important that we have mail-in ballots to every single registered voter in the United States. And so hearing them speak about those issues was really inspirational.
3: It really goes to show the importance of educational events and weeks of action like National Children's Week. Everyone out there can continue to learn and continue to improve their activism by hearing from these other amazing organizers. So, Rani, I know that you also, you know, worked on a couple of really great panels. What were some of your favorites?
1: Connie Going's son, Taylor Going, had some really potent life stories to tell. Like, he couldn't play sports until he got adopted. And he's still fighting for the rights to visit his sisters. So many people take having a team, a support system behind you for granted, but not Taylor. He's faced as much abuse in the system, if not more, than one of our other adoptees, Terry Yount. Terry still needs help, and being on our panel allowed her to connect with experts like Connie and Maureen. I think that she's the living reminder that there are hundreds of thousands of foster children out there that are still facing the
2: symptoms of the foster care system.
3: Thanks, Rani. Natalie, how about you? I
2: probably have to go with my favorite, Mustafa Santiago Ali. Overall, you know, he always does such a great job connecting everything, connecting the issues, showing you that this isn't just an environmental issue, it's a social issue, it's a health issue, and really having that conviction that this is not something that we can just ignore. No, you know, environmental racism, environmental justice overall is really just a symptom of such an unequal society that we have. And that unless we're actively fighting to dismantle it, it's only going to get worse. And that things like pandemics, really exemplify exactly what's wrong in our country, in our society, and that essentially it's always going to hit the most vulnerable first, just like climate change always hits the most vulnerable first. And I think always seeing him being able to tie that connection for people who don't feel that climate issues or environmental issues are health or social justice issues, he always does such a great job tying them together. I would say my other favorite person for this week in terms of the work done is definitely you, Jonah. Watching you really put this whole thing together in terms of moderating it each and every day and the hours that it took to really do the live streams and put the panels on and do the editing of the videos and making sure that it ran smoothly, essentially, as the director. It was really inspiring to see because I know that doing that for a week straight is not easy. And each and every day you showed up, you were there, and you really made sure that it ran perfectly and that everybody's panel could come off and really being the behind the scene producer of all the panels, working with the entire team to make sure that it came together. After working so hard to put on National Children's Week, what would be your parting words to other young organizers who wanna take action on these issues?
0: The first thing I did to take action in my community was find an outlet or find a group of people who are working in high school. I've been a part of my key club, which does community service. I can work directly with my community members who need help. And then to go further than that, I follow a ton of activists on social media. I interact with activists and I let my voice be heard online. Look for that community, no matter where you are. That's why I joined the national children's campaign to be with a group of people who care about all of the issues that I care about. I think that
1: National Children's Week, it's a good reminder that COVID-19 isn't really a vacuum. It's Kind of actually exacerbated a lot of struggles. So as a student journalist, I really wanted to join the National Children's Campaign because you get to join other young activists who are actively seeking to fix these issues and to keep the momentum of these ongoing movements going. It's really taught me that we all have the power to make a change. And sometimes we just need a platform to do so.
5: Find somewhere to get involved. There's that constant belief that there's issues for certain age groups. Every issue is a child or young person's issue. We all have a say in it. Find a place to get involved, whether that be City Hall, man, your state capital or anything. Find a way to get involved. For me, it was being able to be part of this amazing team at the National Children's Campaign.
4: I know it's very easy to feel powerless and without a voice on something as big as politics or social justice issues but i think it's really important to remember that no matter who you are how old you are where you live you can always make a difference and you can always make a change it's as easy as finding an organization or an outlet for you to advocate for issues that you're passionate about but of course if you're passionate about fighting for young people in America, then of course you can join National Children's Campaign and be part of our team. You can go to tinyurl.com slash teamNCC and it's as easy as that.
3: Thanks, Diana. So again, for everyone listening at home who wants to get involved, that's tinyurl.com slash teamNCC. Thank you all so much for being on the podcast this week and for all of your amazing work for National Children's Week and for National Children's Campaign. We really could not pull all these things off without you guys.
4: Of course. Thank you so much, Jonah, for
0: having me. And I'm a huge fan. You know I already listen every week. Thank you guys for having me on this week to have me talk about the panels I worked on. And thank you guys for all your work at the National Children's Campaign. I'm so glad that I got to speak on this podcast today with some
1: amazing organizers and with Natalie and Jonah. Thank you so much for having
2: me.
5: Thank you, Jonah and Natalie, for having me.
2: Thanks for listening to this episode of Our
3: Future Now. If you wanna watch the full live streams and each individual panel that our guests were talking about on this episode, please go to our National Children's Campaign YouTube channel. You can find it at nationalchildrenscampaign.org YouTube, as well as just going on YouTube and searching for the National Children's Campaign.
2: Our Future now is produced by Goal 17 Media, storytellers for the common good we would like to give a special thanks to our media partners, Parentology. I'm
3: Natalie Meebane. I'm Jonah Gottlieb. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Please share and subscribe to our podcast. And if you like what you heard, please give us a rating. Remember to tune in next week to Our Future Now.